Okay, um, so last week, if you remember, we spoke about three different approaches to Agarata. Uh, Big Adol, the position of the, the Rambam, which is that Agarata should be taken metaphorically, so seriously, but not literally. Um, the Gaonim, who may have said that we don't have to take Agarata too seriously, though it's not totally clear whether they meant that, what exactly they meant. We talk, discussed that a bit last week. And Rashi, uh, the Chachme the Ashkenaz, who tend to take them um, more literally. Um, just parenthetically, we didn't get into it last week, but the, the Ramban also has comments in his uh, dispute with uh, Pablo Cristiani, where he he writes how Agatha is not is not a serious thing we don't have to take it too seriously. Um, it is many people assume that he doesn't mean that he doesn't actually mean that. Um, it's in a polemical context. Do we know about the disputation? Okay, so one of the hobbies in uh, in in the medieval period was that um, Christians would challenge Jews or force Jews to engage in debates about fundamentals of faith where they would try to disprove Judaism, try to persuade Jews to convert to Christianity. Um, the, there are a few famous ones. One of them was the Ramban versus, versus Pablo Christiani. Um, and in that one, um, one of the discussions was about Agatha because, because Christians often used Agatha to try to find hints uh, to Jesus, and in that context, the Ramban writes, we don't take Agatha seriously, so it's not, it, there's a lot of discussion, and I can send you the source sheets. It's, could you actually do that, though? What? You can use Agathas to, and, and actually come up with Well, you can do a lot of things with Agatha, right? So you're not taking literally, right? You can, um, now they would do this with Sukkim also, right? So, for example, um, this was in right. France, this was in France, but they read, Breshet Memtet Yud, which is what, Pasuk? Lo yasur shevet miyuda. Do that again. Lo yasur shevet miyuda umichokek mibein raglav ad kiavoshi lo lo yikadamim. Right. So the what? By my seventh grade teacher. What? So the Christians read that pasuk and said lo yasur shevet miyuda, right, which means. Not from the sh- right power will not leave you in the Yudah, ad kiavo shilo until something is shilo right then ad kiavo shilo velo yikaramim so yavo shilo velo is Rashi Tevo Yeshu right so they read it as power will not leave from the Jews until Jesus comes right and then Jesus will take over mm-hmm. right that that's how they read the pasuk yes now the now the the Ashkenazim one up them right. And then they um, said, no, you're only looking at some of the Rashi Teva, but if you actually look at it, it's um, Yesh Lo Mum, Yesh Mum Ra Yeshu. Right? If you read the whole thing, right? There is a bad blemish, right? Which is Yesh, whatever. They would play with each other on these. But the point is, there were these disputations. There was one in, in, in with Ramban and Pablo Christianity. Christianity. There was one in, for, there was one famous one in France with Ruchil of Paris. Uh, there was one a leader in, in Spain, in Tortosa, in 1303-1304. Um, but again, many people just assume that Ramban there is being polemical, because that's the context, right? He has to defend Judaism from Pablo Christianity. Okay. What we noticed, what we mentioned, though, last week, is that even if you hold like the Rambam, Udi'ime, the, Ram, the Rambam, the Ibn Ezra, Yudah Levi, the Mekubalim, right, all of them, that Agaratot aren't, always literal. They may be allegorical. Um, that doesn't mean that they're always allegorical. 
Right? Doesn't mean systematically they're not literal, right? Sometimes they are, sometimes they're not, right? You can't just say all agatatot are the same. As we noted, agatata includes a lot of things. It includes discussions of what do psukim mean? It, it's stories of Tanaim, of Amoraim. It's pithy ethical lines, right? Obviously, you know, you're not going to say, you can, if once you start saying you can read things not literally, you can do whatever you want to any text. There is no text in the world that cannot be manipulated once you start making it not literal. Right? This was Mikhamalevich's point. Right? If you wanted to, you could say that the Aserat Adibrot are rhetorical, and then you get the opposite meaning. Right? You could just say, Lotirzach? Right? You shouldn't kill? Of course you should kill. You can do whatever you want to whatever text. Right? You need integrity, but theoretically you can do whatever you want to any text. Right? No text is safe once you open the possibility of not reading things literally. So, what rules do we have? When are Agatotot literal? When are they not? What do we do with them? Um, so, as we noted, the Rambam himself didn't actually um, explain it. But Rav Avram ben Rambam, his son, did attempt um, to actually do that. In the, his Ma'amar al-Joshot Chazal, um, which I gave you, read it, I printed out 10 copies. I think it's enough. If not, you can find it online. This is not all of it. It's a good percentage of it. What's cut out at the beginning is a long, uh, though very well-known passage where Rav Avram ben Arambam um, notes the importance of believing the, uh, the truth from, from uh, whoever says it. Um, and his proof is a machloket in the Gemara as to how the sun goes around the earth, which we know it doesn't, but that's not the point. The um, the Chachamim had a machloket with the Greeks about how exactly the sun goes around the earth. Does it go around? Does it go into a to a thing and hide during the night? How exactly does it work? Um, Chazal said one thing. The rabbi said one thing. The Greeks said another thing. And Chazal were eventually moded to the Greeks. They were both wrong. It's not the point. Um, they're both wrong. But the but Ravavram ben Aramam's proof from that is that right we hear the truth from whoever it is. It doesn't matter who it's from. Right here the rabbis gave in to the, the Greeks and admitted that they had truth that the rabbis did not have. That's the introduction that he puts here, but it doesn't actually get into Agatha. It's sort of his framing uh, for it. But in his Ma'amar al-Joshad Chazal, he tries to actually divide um, divide different types of agatotes. So we're going to try to go through. We're not going to read everything inside. I printed out enough copies that you can read through it. Uh, if you want, it may take us two weeks, um, even not reading everything inside. Um, but okay. He starts off as follows. So first, a little bit of his introduction. He says, Da, Everything that's in the Talmud and the like, everything written by Chazal, Midrash and the like, the stories... Said most of those agaratot, your classic mefarshim don't bother touching it. Right? They don't touch it. Right? Very few Rishonim actually analyze agaratot. The Rajba does. Right? I mean, he's after Ravam and Rambam, anyways. But right, most of the classic gaonim. Early we shown him don't touch it, and he says My father, the Rambam, as we saw last week, the Rambam said he wanted to do it because it's important. It includes all these secrets. As he said when he was a teenager, right? When he was a teenager writing the Perushamishnayos in early twenties, right? Younger than me, right? Maybe older than you, but 
about your age. Right? He said, one day I will write an all-encompassing perish on a garata. In the end, he turned away from it. Moshe was afraid from approaching it. Which is a quote from... Yay, Tanakh! That was copping out. Thanks. Thank you. Kashem Arbet Chilat Vani, right? Vani Achar Ptirato, but after my father died, Perashti Binyan Zemaatkat, Veloni Titi. I began writing. Um, right? I didn't turn from it. I didn't. I wasn't as afraid as my, of my, as my father was. I did write it because I realized it's really important. But let me turn. Let me give you something to think about. When open your eyes to the way the Chachamim learned Drashot. And from that you will understand their intent. And that will be, you know, a guide for you, right? That's not God. Where's that Pasuk from? That won't be a God for you. Right, Elokim can mean other, anyway, whatever. Elokim can also mean leader, right? Anyways. Forget it. You'll figure out where that is later. You can Google it and you'll figure out where it's from. And I will, some, uh, and I will be for you a mouth. You know Moshe and Aaron, remember? Yeah. One was the mouth. And from here you will be saved. Where's that from? Oh, God. Okay. No, he's just he's just referencing it. He's just mentioning. It. He's just he's just he's playing with it. You'll protect yourself from making fun of the chachamim or from denying the truth of the words. Or think that everything is a miracle. Meaning, what is he saying? I don't want you to be in the language of the Rambam, group one or group two. But I don't want you to think everything's literal, and I don't want you to be cynical about what Chazal said. So what? The just the To the just the people. Correct, oh, but, no, he, no. but now he wants to say how. And then it'll make everybody smart and righteous, which is different than the Rambam, because the Rambam thought there was all of one person right in the world who understood it. But Rambam and Rambam had a bit more faith kind of in humanity, and he said, look, we, we can teach people. I don't know if that's actually true. V'shein Efresh ben Kriyat Yamsuf. How did I lose page two? Page two? Yes, I don't have page two. I don't know how that happened. It got mixed in. Fine. Um, thank you. You need page two slash nine. Yeah, out of nine. It's out of nine. V'shein Efresh ben Kriyat Yamsuf. L'moshele yotim. V'shein ben Slichari Yarden Le'elio. L'chad Zulat Elu. Right, and... Right? And people will think that there's no difference between all these miracles and the ones in Torah. If you took all the Midrashim literally, right? Everything's the same, right? Every Amora and Tana is splitting the sea and doing whatever. Right, it would have been sufficient for us to just say, look, there are things with deep meanings. 
And for sure, after my father explained this in the Moreh, But I want to be more explicit than my father, and I want to categorize for you. So here is his Hagdama. Okay? So the first thing he says, oh maybe, maybe it actually is here. Maybe it is here. Right, the first thing he says, before we get into them, is the importance of realizing that you don't believe things just because of who said it. Right? Don't believe in things just because um, someone said it. Um, he said, anyone who thinks that you should just rely on authority, someone said it, it must be true, that's going to be heresy. Right? That will lead you away from the dirt. It's forbidden. Right? It is a bad midah. That's not a smart thing to do. Right? It prevents you from actually analyzing. It turns away from truth. In the context of judgment, Hashem says, don't, pay fa- don't play favorites. Not with the poor, not with the rich. rich judge favorably. And he says the same thing is true right, with everything in life. It's not just courts. Always. right? You don't just believe something on authority. Right? You don't just believe things on authority. Is true? No, it's not always true. It's not always true. It's not always true. If Moshe Rabbeinu Right. The doctor says take medicine. Well, so yes. based on this, he says something radical. He says, therefore, just because Chazal said something in their interpretations, there doesn't mean you have to believe it. And for sure, right? All what they said about medicine and science. Right, we we don't believe them about science. Medicine and science. What? Specifically, medicine and science. But we don't believe in medicine and science about the way we do about Torah, right? Right. So, for example, halacha enactments. Oh, halacha for sure. Medical enactments are two separate things. So, for example, the fish and meat thing versus a halacha. Oh, sorry. I, yeah. Sorry. This is this one. You're really tired. Right? He says just. Sorry. Other way around. I'm skipping to. I'm skipping something, right? He says, you're right. He says, we just because we do believe Chazal when it comes to Halacha, but it doesn't mean we believe them about science, right? And the like. Um, when it comes to Halacha, right, we, we trust them, right? Um, but, um, you know, we skip down here. Right, and then he notes that throughout Chazal you'll find that they say that even if Yeshua ben Nun said something, I won't believe them. Um, and from here you learn that we don't just right, believe Chazal and everything they say. And when it comes to halacha, they have authority. When it comes to medicine, they have no authority. Right? They have no authority. This is the Gaonic position. Right? All the medicine stuff in Chazal, you're allowed to ignore it. Right? Roshachter, when we were learning Gittin in YU, because um, you know, so people... People are often afraid to say radical things. Shechter isn't afraid to say anything, right? And come come from that what may. 
Um, and therefore he just said, look, you can make a seum on Gittin. You can actually just skip the two blot in, uh, in the seventh paragraph where they discuss medicine. You just don't have to look at it. Just make a seum on the Masechta without it because it's nonsense. Really? Yeah, he just said, whatever. It's like, I mean, not nonsense. It's ancient medicine. It's not right. Zo. It's not Torah. It's not nothing. Right? Just skip it. Um, we're all it like, just seems so like we. Have so so like my compromise with my chavru said was we just art scrolled it. Like we won't we won't learn it, but we won't not read it. We'll just read it very very quickly, right? I don't know what any of it means, and it's ancient medicine anyways. Um. Then he says, like, "Well, I don't know. That just sounds so radical. Like I hear radical, like yes. And all, but like, uh, um. And then he says, right, just like his That's father a did. Slope right there. Yes. Um, well, and then, no, and then there's a fine line between like science well, and all that. Like, correct, correct. Yeah, correct. When you start to say things are outdated and stuff like that's the reforming conservative argument. No, no, no. No, there's a difference between science. No, no, no. For sure, there's a reason because of the because of the implications. There are obviously people double down on it, but but there is a difference between them. Um, okay, then in the next paragraph, like his father, right, if you look in the next section, um, he says, right, there are smart people, right, very smart people, like Aristotle, that you should believe what they said, but only if it, it was actually proven. Right, we don't, right, just because Aristotle was smart doesn't mean everything he said was right. Um, and then he quotes, and this is, you know, again, I didn't give this to you, um, the fact that Chazal were actually choser on, on what they said. Um, okay. So now, if you go to the end, so this is his, you know, sort of meta-introduction. Now, why is this important for Agadita? This is important for Agadita, right, because what is he telling you? Well, he's telling you, look, Halacha, Chazal are authoritative. Science, they're not. Where's Agadita? It's in the middle. Right, the middle. Now, that means we have to take them seriously, right, but it's not Halacha. How would you respond to someone that argues if Chazal had infinite wisdom, how could anything that they say is wrong? Well, they didn't have infinite wisdom. They were just people. They were people. Very smart people, important people. But how, okay, so if they had infinite wisdom in Torah... saying if they had, they, if they, they, they wisdom, did. They wouldn't have yeah, I said, you said if. You're right. If, P, then Q. Not P, therefore, not necessarily Q. Okay, fine, so... But we accept them as we accept Would you like me to formally symbolize this on the board? I, I can. You know. What? What's okay, so Chazal do not have infinite wisdom. Correct. They, they don't. Only God has infinite wisdom. And that's part of Rabban Baram's proof is that Chazal themselves admit they were wrong. Now, I that doesn't prevent people from saying it's not true. In, if you look in the Pachad Yitzchak, not of Yitzchak Kotner, the earlier one, of Yitzchak Lepranti, um, he quotes his Rebbe, Rehuda, Rehuda I think, um, Brazil, who said, it's not true. Chazal were never wrong, ever, in science. Hmm. And then, Rehuda Klaponti says, I forget which, which one said which, and he said, well, wait a second, Chazal themselves admit that they were wrong in science, right, in the case of where the sun go, right? They were right, they were wrong. He says, no, he says they were wrong about being wrong. Well, it's I, not true. He said it's false. They were wrong about being wrong and they shouldn't have been choser. They were right. They were, that means they're still wrong. No, they were only wrong about the possibility of being wrong. The only mistake they ever made was that they thought they could be wrong, but below, they can't be wrong. That's insane. But they were both It's a bit of an extreme the, formulation. The, 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 the earth was around the sun. Whatever. Not, not important. No, okay. Like they were both but, uh, now, why is it important? Because Agonitas in the middle. Right, remember, he's like his father. Agonitas in the middle. It's not something you believe on authority, like halacha. 
But it's not science where Chazal have no influence. Right? It's something in the middle. And the compromise he makes is that with halacha, we don't just say, oh, don't take it literally. Right? Like I said, that gets you to the lotirtzach, parent, right? Rhetoric, right? The rhetorical question, right? Lotirtzach, lotir. Right? Have you ever heard someone try to do that? No, but the Chabalevich no. was, very, was very pithy. You know, like, lotirtzach, right? You could do it to anything. Okay. Let's open parentheses for a second. Rule in life. Right, right? Clapper likes saying this. No text is safe if you don't have integrity. Okay? No text in the world is safe if you don't have integrity. If you are smart enough, you can twist and create at least a barely plausible reading for anything you want in life. That's why you need integrity. Right? You need a bit of integrity when you make decisions, when you read texts, because don't think you can be protected by text. Right? If you watch all the, I know, I'm not going to, definitely not a record, I'm not going to say this, but there was, before Shir, there was a bit of controversy about certain halachic practices, right, that were happening in the community, right? Everything, I'm not weighing in whether right or wrong, what are you talking right? About? It doesn't matter, right? The point is, uh, e- the point is, everyone involved on both sides there will point to a halachic text, right? And you, it's uncomfortable. What I'm about to say is uncomfortable, right? People think, right, and present it as if you can look at the halacha and you can prove it a hundred zero, and therefore they're obviously right, and the other side is obviously tricking themselves. It's not true. There is no text in the world which can be read a hundred zero where it's dispositive. It's not, it's, not it's, not it's, it's not possible. Right? Any text can be manipulated if you don't have integrity. And that's why the accusations that are thrown on both sides of these heated issues are not necessarily about text, they're about integrity. Right? Because they're not about are you reading the... Because sometimes you'll have a machlokis, menakatzeh lakatzeh, right? Where one gadol will say it's asr, Skila, right? It's Asr on Shabbos. Another will say it's Mutal Khatkhila, right? Opening cans on Shabbos. Right? Right? And I'm saying, opening cans on Shabbos, right? The post can go minakatzelakatze. Right? Is it Asr Mid Araitzahiv Skila or is it Mutal Khatkhila? Right? For the sake of food, you're allowed to open it. No, we don't pask in that. What? No, we don't pask in that. Right? So if, if that were true, what? Who's weak? No, no one paskins that. Half the malachot are about food. Right, if you just said everything for food was mutter, so planting would be mutter. And no, 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 no. It's not magic. Food is in, like, what's it called? Uh, it's in literally in the Ziploc, yeah, not the Ziploc, yeah, whatever. The, the, the there are post who say that. There are post, that's not my point. There are post who say that. That's not my point, right? My point is that you don't see the Chazanish and Moshe Feinstein and Shemuel Zalman Arbach, even though they're arguing, right? You don't see them yelling at each other, right? They argue, maybe vehemently, but you don't see them writing each other out of Judaism. Because neither, both of them trusted each other's integrity, right? They were legitimately reading the sugya differently, right? The reason these political issues get heated is because Nothing's even though you're talking about derabanans, right? You're talking about sacha called derabanans, right? I mean, you are. Fine, but my point is that they're, the gravity of like these political issues, right, are not not at the level of chil shabbos. So why is it that Ramosha and the Chazanish weren't as angry at each other than people are about these derabanans? Because the argument is about integrity. But the argument is not, is that plausible? The argument is, are you trying to look for plausibility? So what do you think? That's a share for another time and it won't be recorded, right? The, 
Bigger, I, I gave shir on this years ago in Gush, and it was the one shir I did not post on Yuterra, right? I just gave out to people on, on who asked me privately, right? And then people randomly, like on Yuterra, say, oh, I hear you have the shir on it. I won't give it to them unless I know them personally, right? I won't pass on any shir where I can be incriminated. Um, right? I'm not... incriminating shir. What? It would be incriminating no matter what I said. I could say it's mutter, I could say it's usser, I could say it's a machlokes. Someone would not be happy with me. It doesn't matter. You can't win. Of course, because everyone thinks. You think people wouldn't get angry at the machlokes? No, it's not a machlokes. It's 100%. It's 100-0. There's no machlokes. Right? Again, nothing in the world. People are literally arguing about it. Please, please. Anyways. Yeah, but they, they don't recognize the legitimacy. Of, yes. If there is a legitimacy, don't. Okay. So it's like the firm leaders of the world will be like, ah. Oh, can we not quote names? Oh, God. We love him. We love him. Okay? Good. Fine. With that in mind, so then how do we analyze Agadah? So we're not going to get through all of these, okay? But let's go through. He says, So he notes. So if you look, this is three, page three of nine. Hachela Karishon. He said, look, everyone admits, right? Everyone admits, even the Rambam, that there are agadatot that are meant to be literal. Right? Don't jump. Don't say everything is not literal. He said there are things that are literal. For example, right? Now, the funny thing is the one he picks... The acronym all think is not literal, but it's not the point, right? But you'll like this. It's okay. You'll like this. What's his example of the thing which is totally literal? What's the example of an agarita which is totally literal, which needs no explanation? When, when Rabbi Yochanan says that it's usher to be too happy in this world, you can't fill your mouth with laughter. You can't laugh, right? You can't be exuberant, Wait, right? Why is that a Gadda? That's just halacha. So no, he said that's not a classic halachic statement, uh-huh. right? It's but this is point. Certain Gadda are on the. It's funny because the Achronim don't think this is literal, right? Or they don't think it's halacha lemaisa. Rambam and Rambam takes this as his paradigm of the Gadda, which is literal as. Right, straightforward, just do not be too happy. Right, end of story. Okay, we can get into that discussion a different time, what that actually means, but fine. But according to Rambam, Rambam means exactly what it says. Right, do not fill your mouth with mirth. Right? Exuberant, joyful laughter. Right, do not... Okay. Then, Hachelik Hasheni. Second level. Hadrashot Sheish Chitzon Upnimi. There are things which are, could be understood literally, could be understood not literally, meaning not legitimately, literally or not literally. I mean, you could read the words literally or not, but the truth is only the metaphor, right? It's only the metaphorical explanation and not the literal one, right? Um... The real meaning is the opposite of the literal one. The Rambam understands some of these in Mordevuchem and Perishon For example, right? This was remember the one that Balitoza thought was literal, 
right? This is a paradigm of one that is not literal at all, right? So, um, I have a shear which I, I like giving called the role of intuition in Psak, right? Because this is a very uncomfortable thing to say. But often, Psak comes down into intuition because you can, as I said, you can't, it's not just that you can't protect text if you don't have integrity. Even if you have total integrity, often text won't prove things for you. Right? So, for example, right here, right? Rabbi Menaramim says, the paradigmatic example of an Agatha which is totally not literal, has no literal meaning whatsoever, is that in the future, Hashem will sit with the tzaddikim in a circle, he'll be in the middle of a circle. That all that tzaddikim will point and say, this is our God. So if you remember, the Balaitos would seem to say that's literal, and therefore they say, oh, you'll point with your finger, right? It'll be a finger point. But that's God, right? Vizot HaTorah, Sher Moshe, right? Except one step up. It's not Zod. I have no idea. I don't know. Whatever, but they'll point. It's not Vizodah Tarah, this is God. And Ramam ben Ramam says that is the paradigm of the not literal Agatha. And it's true, by the way, in halachic text also. Right? The, the, the best example that I like using is the Gemara in several places. In Brachot Mem Gimel, so to Daf Yod, from Mitzian says, Mutav Ladam She Reshapil. It's better to throw yourself into a fiery furnace rather than embarrass someone publicly. So does that mean that embarrassing someone is Yarg Vel Yafor or not? So, the Rivash says, Impossible! No one ever thought that. Right? The Meiri says, It's just an expression. Right? Baliatos would say, Embarrassing someone is Yarg Vel Yafor. And Roshul Mazalman is a tshuva of whether if someone's running after someone to embarrass him, is he Rotzeach? Rodev, can you kill him? And can you be Michal Shabbos to protect someone from being embarrassed? Because, right? What does he say? Probably not. It's a tshuva. And Mincha Shlomo Chelek Alav Tshuva Zayin. Right? But it's mamash menakatzel akatzeh. Baliatos would say, of course it's Yargavel Yavor. Roshul Mazalman says, of course. Right? Now we have to start dealing with all the ancillary things. Rodev and Shabbos. And, right, Rivash, Meiri say... No, they don't just say it's wrong. They say no one ever thought that, including the person who clearly does think this, right? So here too, right? Ramram and Ramam says, look, there are some agarata that are obviously, obviously not literal at all, have no literal meaning, and he picks the example that Tosos thought was literal. Um, but this, I feel like it's different than intuition, like we were saying before, because in this, like the Ramram and Ramam is, I'm assuming he's going by Ramam's premise that God isn't physical at all. For Whereas sure, Tosos maybe isn't going by the premise. Correct. My point, my my point is just when you have a text, right? Um, whether it's literal or not, right? Often you can't prove it. Right. I mean, he's relying. You're right. He's no, relying on his Rambam's tradition, but and therefore for him it's obvious, right? Well, that it's it not. Otherwise, it would correct be fo- for sure. Foolish. But my point is that right? It's it's very comforting to think that you can look at texts, canonical texts like the Gemara or Psukim, and you will know the right answer. Right? The answer is, you will never know 100%. Right? You can't. Right? You can't. Right? Texts are not safe that way. Right? There is no such thing. Right? There is no such thing as a text that you can't twist if you don't have integrity, and there's no such thing that a text that if you are convinced enough... Right? right, right Clapper likes referring to this as an Archimedean point. Right? Archimedes, right? the myth of Archimedes, is what? He made the... Uh 
Archimedes screw is that right? He can turn. <laughs> right, he would be able to tilt the world if he had a long enough oh, lever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. So right, Clapper likes using that image for text. Right, every text you have what he calls an Archimedean point. Right, meaning you could even turn the world around. Right, you could shift the world if only you put your lever in the right place. Right, you could manage to come with enough force. Text are the same way. Right, no matter how straightforward a text seems, if you really, really want to, or you really believe the truth is otherwise, you can you can find a way to reread it. So Raman Raman continues. He says, "Hine pshat yarchik." Now listen to his language. The literal meaning of this drash, yarchik kol bal seichel, will distance anybody with intelligence. Anyone with any faith will not believe it. Right? Except for the Bali Adosvot. No one will live, believe the literal meaning of this. Nobody. So what does it mean? It's that the reward of tzaddikim in the olam haba who asagatam me'ashem yitbarach mashaloim asigam olam hazeh is that they will perceive God in a way they didn't in this world. Bishum panim in right no way v'zet tachlida tovash ein l'malam imena that's the greatest good. V'amasha v'imshil simchal asagai kesimchal mechol and how do we talk about that joy? Mechol isn't just a circle; it's usually a circle, a dance circle, right? We'll dance around God. So we want to say that it's the highest happiness. So how do we do that? We say that you'll dance around God in a circle, in a semicircle, whatever. And how do we get across the point that every individual will feel that joy by saying everyone will be there pointing. Um, and it talks about the fact that we will be saved, those souls will be saved from ang- God's anger, from the Pasuk they quote, they'll be saved. And we talk about the fact that it'll be glorious for the Tzadikim from Nagilav and Ismach HaBishuato. And with a few words, they got this deep idea out of it. Right? So, I want you to get two things so far from the first two examples. Right? One is that Ramam and Ramam says there are things which are totally literal, and two, there are things that are totally not literal. Right? The second thing, which he doesn't say, right, is that. Just because you have those in mind doesn't mean you're going to figure out which is which, right? Because the one that he thought was obviously literal, the Achronim thing is obviously not literal, and the one he thinks is obviously, right, not literal, Balitaz thought was literal. So the categories are true, but remember, the part of the reason Agatha is hard to read, right, same as halachic texts, is because you can be totally convinced that there are things in this world which are obviously literal and things which are obviously not literal, but trying to convince somebody else that what's obvious to you should be obvious to them. It's not impossible. It's very, very, very hard, right? Once in a while, you manage to convince somebody who's totally convinced, but it's very rare, it's, right? Is accomplished. What? Is accomplished. What is what? It's possible. It's possible. Theoretically, it's theoretically possible. It's very rare. Um, let's see. Do we? Have, okay. We, let's. 
Okay, let's stop here for now, and next week we'll, we'll finish up. We'll go through more. You, as you see, what he does is he goes through each type of agadita and analyzes it so you get an idea of what uh, of what agadita is. Hopefully we'll finish it next next week. Do we have next week? Yeah, it's on Sunday. On Sunday. We have on Sunday.